Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want, have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is an author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health. Welcome to another episode of Stance for Health. My name is Karen Sebastian Worth, and I am delighted to have my husband, Dr. Rodney P. Worth. That stands for Paul, by the way. That's a personal information. And he is here so that together we can discuss with you a life change that we made a little over two years ago that has revolutionized our health. At Stance, our vision is to take you from your office visits to see a chiropractor or the podcast to personal daily habits that are going to increase your health. So this one has to do with our eating. So would you tell the story of how you met Dr. Murphy or you went to a seminar? Not necessarily how you met, but you went to the seminar and uh, how this all came about. Gladly, glad to be here. It reminds me a little bit of just how much he's been influencing my life and for how long, you know, probably I'd say 2004 is and I've actually heard of Dr. Murphy way before 2004, about the time I somewhere in the nineties actually was getting cards for his seminars. Mm-hmm. And so, and so the time, by the time I graduated from chiropractic school, he'd already been out for 20 plus years. Wow. So he's already been doing this for 43 plus years. And so uh, I had a colleague and somebody that I was sharing office space with that actually had gone to one of his seminars and was floored, which actually preceded some of the things, some uh, some of the training that I got or was some around the same training as, as Dr. Brimhall and some of his pioneering work too. And all of these guys that actually mixed together. But when but when I got the opportunity to get back into practice and and you actually encouraged me to get it back into practice. We saw it came in the mail. It was one of his seminars offered through one of the companies that I've had equipment for and from that was manufactured by Zirconia, not Zirconia, but Urconia. But Urconia. <laughs> we have the Serona, but it's Serona, yeah, that was a nice yeah. combination. So they kept yeah. sending over the years, they kept sending me continuing education credit potentials and Dr. Murphy, two years ago, happened to be one of the speakers. So a little over two years ago, we are you attended. And one of the things that Dan Murphy does is he gives pages and pages and pages of notes. And I love to read. So while he was in the seminar, I was scanning through all these notes. And it was amazing because the, the very last part of the seminar, I got to go sit in on it. And what was it about Dr. Murphy that made the change in us. It's not it, it's not just the credibility factor from so many people talking about him in advance. That didn't hurt anything. But it's actually an it's an experience when someone just lays out the truth and lays out the research from 
peer-reviewed journals from PhDs, MDs, DOs, DCs, I mean, across the board and, and, mm-hmm. and at colleges across the country and even the world, he doesn't, he just presents the truth and then just lets you make your own decision. I, I right. suppose that's He doesn't necessarily judge. For me, what made the difference is he didn't just talk about it, but he lives it. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that's something else about stance that you might not find other places when, and not criticizing anyone else. But like I tell our patients often is we do everything that we ask them to do because we believe in it. Mm -hmm. So on this way of eating, there was another personal factor that was affecting us as well. Well, I I had actually been dealing with an eye issue on my left eye and it actually developed first time I ever saw it was during a stressful time uh, in chiropractic school. And let's face it, folks, I wasn't eating very well during chiropractic school nor was I for years before that. (laughs) And about probably five or six years later, it it left like a pit in my, along the the border of my eyelid and it didn't go away. I would say easily 15 years. And so I finally got it looked at about what, three years ago, Mm -hmm. just after we got married and my insistence. Right. And finally, I, I just finally gave in. I said, you know, I, I agree. It's not going away. So let me just get somebody's opinion. So we went to a surgeon and uh, the guy looked at it, took one look at it and says, oh, that's basal cell carcinoma. So when that you got that prognosis from that surgeon, then we began to go on a journey with supplements. And we are totally in favor of supplements. Right. We love supplements. And the good news is that the, the prognosis for a for basal cell carcinoma with the type of surgery that this guy did, even when he said it, he's like, well, it's 99% effective. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that I, that's encouraging. Yeah. yeah. That was very encouraging, <laughs> but you still don't want you, when you get the C word, nobody wants no. to hear the C word. No, it it's, it strikes terror in people's right. heart. And so for a, about another year, uh, you took, large amounts of expensive supplements. Right. And like I say, we're, we're pro supplements, right? We're not, we're not against them. And, and so, you know, kind of fast forward to the conclusions of the research that dates back into the, into the thirties, this guy named Otto Warburg, that was actually a, a Jew in Germany during mm-hmm. Nazi occupied mm-hmm. Germany in world war two. But before all that, he'd been doing research and obviously he was, Little, very few people know that that Adolf Hitler, his mom actually died of breast cancer. I did not know that. Yes, and so he had this thing where he wanted it. It didn't matter if the guy was Jewish or Polish or whatever. The guy had the brains and he had the ability. He, we really believe it. And I, I looking at the research, looking at the data, looking at his conclusions, it's no wonder that I wasn't moving the needle because I was actually. And moving the needle in terms of getting it better and seeing it shrink because I was actually feeding the cancer cells. So back up just a little bit, because when you're saying you were move, you were taking the supplements, but it wasn't moving the needle. So after going to the Dan Murphy seminar and seeing what he recommended for us, tell me about that change. Well, to, to dovetail a little bit with what Otto Warburg's findings were is that 
metabolically speaking, cancer loves carbohydrates. In other words, it loves sugar, mm-hmm. right? And it so feeds off of it. At, at that point in my life, I was feeding it all kinds of sugar. I was yeah. even fe- feeding it a specific sugar named by the name of maltose, which you just find it. And it's, it's, you could just look at the pathway and say that sugar just divides into all kinds of glucose units. Mm-hmm. And so I had not removed that from my diet. In fact, mm-hmm. if it did anything, it increased or stayed the same. So the bottom line is that, that Dan Murphy said he stopped carbs, the mm-hmm. same kind of carbs and mm-hmm. ended up coming to the conclusion that if I, that if he didn't, he was, his issue was, was carbs as it relates to the metabolic issues that not just don't just lead to fat but lead to the problem with liver and specifically kidney disease. Right. That runs in his family. Runs in his family. So he didn't want to turn on the genetic markers for kidney disease. I love that you said that the genetic markers, because some people just tend to say, oh, my family has fill in the blank. Like Mm -hmm. my, in my family, there's a lot of diabetes. So therefore that's going to happen to me at a certain point. What we're talking about is our conviction that you go from office visits or podcast listens to where we're talking in generalities to personal day change in your personal daily habits that you can transform your health. Right. And so the, the literature shows that because of the chemical makeup additives and specifically um, uh, the bad guys are MSG and aspartame Mm -hmm. and carbohydrates and then GMO. Well, you think to yourself, well, it's just food, right? I mean, but the reality is it's actually killing us from the inside out. And there's actually metabolic proof in all of the research and all of these, all these different disciplines agree. Mm -hmm. MDs, PhDs, these are, these are not stupid people. These are really smart people that are coming to these same conclusions. And so as we're moving this way as a society, pulling away from that can seem a little bit drastic and yet so possible. Because we both left that seminar and I don't remember having a conversation necessarily like, okay, let's, let's do this, you know, like, yeah. but we just did it. Yeah. I think it's because if we treated our cars, Ooh, good example, like we treat our bodies, mm-hmm. that we would end up probably in the shop a lot more yeah. and it would cost us a lot more to run the car. And in fact, we might even wear the car out quicker. Mm-hmm. And so we've got these, these bodies that we're wearing out quicker and we're following them up. And we're the last 25% of our lives, uh, we're dealing with neurodegenerative issues like yeah. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's yeah. and yeah. dementia and things like that. And it's, it's something that we can actually prevent. And that's the thing that we're so passionate about is if you knew that if you keep running that car with that red light blaring, you know, whoa, whoa, check whoa, engine whoa. soon, instead of putting duct tape over it, just take it into the mechanic. Same with your health. If you have issues, your joints are aching, you're different, whatever, fill in the blank, there is something that you can do. And yet, why is it so hard? You bring up a great point. Pleasure centers that get fired off and fire off all these dopamine receptors, fire off dopamine are the same center that's actually used in cocaine use. So what I mean by that is if, if I'm firing off a pleasure center, I'm going to want whatever that substance was that fired that off. And it's carbohydrates, it's MSG and all those things that make your food taste better 
But the problem is it shuts down leptin, which actually tells you when you're satisfied. Yeah. So you want more of that food by the time it hits your, your lips and it is into your stomach. By the time it's chewed, you want more of it. And so basically it's, it just is a perpetuating addiction, addiction yes. facing that. So we came home after that seminar and pulled everything out of the pantry. <laughs> we realized that we were addicts. <laughs> And I laugh about that, but we together, we were addicts. And so we, rather than tempt each other, right? Mm-hmm. We just got the rid food, of it. We just got it out of the house. I love his saying. He says, we threw it in the trash and apologized to the trash can. <laughs> yes. Because the bottom line was that there was so many additives in there. And here's the good news. I don't even remember it being that tough. Right. Because right now is a perfect time for you to cut back on those carbs because mm-hmm. there are so many healthy substitutes out there. We are abusing our bodies mm-hmm. and we're so gamed by it. We don't realize it. That it's almost like, I can't, whoa, I, now I can see what's going on. Yeah. I'm at, it's like, yeah. it's like somebody took blinders off. Yeah. And that's what the beauty is that we decided together and we made it happen I just went on a a search for different recipes, what we could eat, different ways to fix vegetables. And here we are, even with, I think that a few months later was my birthday. And, you know, you go out to a nice restaurant and we ordered what we could on the way we were eating non-inflammatory anti-cancer diet. And then the waiter brings me a, a piece of, of some chocolate concoction that probably should have been called death by chocolate. Mm-hmm. And my determination was so strong that I handed it to a table next to us. And I almost apologized to them <laughs> saying, you know what, this isn't good for you. But that's the conviction that we had. And I think it was never about weight. Yeah, it was it was about let's get healthy. Let's make our personal habit so true to what we believe. Yeah. And it has been actually a joy. I have to say I have more energy. I do not crave any of the bad stuff, quote unquote, bad stuff. And we've made it through every holiday with some kind of substitute because I'm able to to prepare it. My weakness was always ice cream. And I know that goes back to childhood memories. I'll tell you someday about growing up in Nicaragua and homemade ice cream. But that we drove by our favorite place to get ice cream today. And I said, you know what? I'm not even missing that. So yeah. that's the beauty of healthy habits. So some of you that are listening are chiropractic patients and you may not come to this office. You may never step foot in this office, but I want you to know that you're going to get more out of your chiropractic adjustments because dopamine degrades to norepinephrine. And the chemical that actually were that the adjustment suppresses is excess norepinephrine. So we want when the adjustment happens, we want to take you from fight or flight to more rest and digest. And the adjustment does that. And before I get too technical with you, I want you to know <laughs> that none of this stuff was in our food when chiropractic was rediscovered. Yes. That's true. And the reality is that why is it? That for the first time since World War II, we may not live as long as they did. 
And so something needs to change. I want to challenge you to take a look at what you're eating. Mm. Write down in a food journal everything that you eat, and especially when it's calling to you, Mm. when it's saying, ah, reach for that cookie, reach for that ice cream, reach for that. What is that? And recognize that you can change this. You can take your stance for health. What closing words do you have, Doc? I control more my destiny rather than flipping the switch on cancer in my body. I can choose not to turn that switch off. Some of you out there have wanted to turn the switch off. You want to flip that switch. I want to tell you, you can do it. You can do it yourself. It's easier with other people. We want to help support you in that, but you're not alone in this. I just want you to know you're not alone. You might not even be alone in the thought that this isn't a reality. How can this be? I'm telling you, it's true. And so Karen, Sebastian Worth, wrapping up our podcast, Stance for Health. Our vision is that you go from office encounters, office visits to daily personal health habits. Take your stance. Thank you for joining us at Stands for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity. If this podcast has been helpful, please write a review. We'll see you next time.